Hello, my friends. Today, I want to give you a taste of what we saw at the rally for the Jewish people in Ottawa. And one of the best speeches was by someone who was not Jewish himself, but rather our friend Rex Murphy. But before I get to that, let me invite you to become a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. That's the video version of this podcast. Just go to rebelnewsplus.com, click subscribe. It's eight bucks a month, which I know it's not a lot of dough to you, but boy, it sure adds up for us. And that's how we pay our bills because we don't take any money from Trudeau and it shows. All right, here's today's podcast. Tonight, thousands of people rally for the Jewish people. I'll give you a taste of what we saw today in Ottawa. It's December 4th, and this is the Ezra Levant Show. Shame on you, you censorious bug. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm standing in the snowfall in Ottawa. Last time I was in Ottawa and it was this cold, it was for the trucker convoy a year and a half ago. Well, today I was here for a rally for the Jewish people. That's what it was called. It wasn't called pro-Israel. It wasn't called anti-Hamas. But I think it was both of those things, too. Now, we did a lot of interviews and we recorded a lot of speeches. And it just ended moments ago. So in the interest of timing... We're going to give you a sneak peek of what we saw today, and we'll have the main show for you tomorrow. I did about 10 little interviews uh, asking ordinary people. We call those streeters, man-on-the-street interviews. I want to show you those. We also talked to an MP. We recorded some speeches. We're going to have all of it for you tomorrow, but I want to give you just a little taste of perhaps the highlight of any event where he speaks I want to show you the entirety of Rex Murphy's remarks today and then come right back because I'm going to show you some other coverage that we've had across the country. So don't go away, but here is Rex Murphy in his blazing glory. Uh, First of all, uh, it's really lovely to be on Parliament Hill in a Newfoundland summer. I got to start off with something truly serious. You see behind me, it's understood that on Parliament Hill, one, I wouldn't be particular, one of the leaders of the party is regarded as the best dressed person on Parliament Hill. I'm about to take that title away from him. I am now the best dressed person on Parliament Hill. Not only the best dressed, but as thousands of Canadians have said over the years, he is the most unbelievably handsome human being on the face of the earth. Listen. I wish there were about 10 to 15 times the number that is here. I congratulate all of you who are here. But this is one of the most deeply moral movements of this entire century. It is. It is an amazing thing 
I have been unable, normally it's not a task, I have been unable to find the, the words to fit the occasion when on November 7th, some extremely brave, almost, almost crusading knights came and hit a music festival. They came with armaments and armor and flying equipment and they took on three-year-olds and they took on two-year-olds and they took on 87-year-olds and they shot people unarmed at a music festival. This was, this was one of the most black atrocities of our times and we have had so, so many. What does it take? What does it take for an adult, a man or a woman with a gun to look into the eyes of an eight month old baby and either shoot it or haul it off to a dark tunnel for two months after slaughtering its parents? What is this? This is the horror of the people who hate Jews. Do not wash it, do not dilute it. Look at it in the face and understand that there are motivations so deep and there are minds so psychotic that they could walk into the very face of innocence, a smiling baby and do it ill. I'm from a place called Irish Town, Newfoundland. And my last name is Murphy. So that's a good range away from Israel. But this afternoon, and without rhetoric, in my mind, in my heart, in my viscera, in my spirit, in my aspirations, in everything that I am, I am a Jew. <laughs> but only if you will have me, because it is not a presumption. We cannot, we cannot calibrate the sorrow and for once the proper use of the word trauma. We use trauma now when people walk by the titles of books that they don't like and obviously can't read. Trauma happened on November 7th by the thousands can you imagine? Try. This is what empathy really. You hear the damn word from the mouths of the people who infest this building behind me. You hear it often enough. Oh, it's traumatic. What was traumatic to that mother who went searching for her seven year old girl and couldn't find it? What was trauma for the seven year old girl who saw her parents shot? The 
the blistering atrocity of November 7th. October 7th. I'm a former journalist. I'm allowed to make mistakes. It's the nature of my profession. But the substance of what I'm saying, date or not, can you imagine what it was like 1,200 people in 20, oh, 2023 on a Saturday morning in a music festival? If that had occurred in England, in France, in Australia, in any Western country, those numbers, that butchery, that savagery, that extremity of rape, that hauling away of children, the world would still be spinning with horror and rage. And yet so many have attempted to erase that day. Oh, we want a truce. You had a truce the day before. And now when you slaughter, rape, torture, and kill, you want a holiday. This is unbelievable. There's something that needs to be said. The reason that Israel exists, the Jews in this audience know it. Those of you who are supporting it and are therefore really good human beings, you know it too. Why is there an Israel? Because one of the demons from hell, Adolf Hitler, in the 1930s and 40s put into motion the industrial death machine of Nazism and wiped out with torture, dogs, whips, scorns, and gas. Six million Jewish people because they were Jewish and for no other reason. It was the greatest act of hate in the entire history of this sad, sad planet. And can you believe that four years later, a half-awake world said, we will build a sanctuary state for those that are remaining that Hitler didn't get. We gave, <coughs> we will give to the Jews a state where they can feel safe. And on the first day that that sanctuary state was established, they were attacked. The very first day the Jewish state was attacked in its cradle. No other people has suffered this. And through the progress of Israel from that day to this day, consider this, they have built the greatest democracy in the world. Yes? It is better than our democracy. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. They had to build it while they had to, so they had to be endure successive wars, any one of which could have wiped them out. And not only that, under the pressure of multiple wars right up until this latest atrocity, they have built one of the most efficient, the most technocratic, the most educated, they have earned their democracy through their valor.
Do you want to know why anti-Semitism is so deep? I can quote you lines that are 3,000 years old. By the waters of Babylon, there I sat down, there I wept when I remembered thee, O Jerusalem. I can quote another. De profundis clamavi. Out of the darkness, out of the depth, out of hate, out of misery, I have called unto you. That cry, out of the darkness, the Jewish people have been making that cry. Why us? Why always? Why does it continue? Anti-Semitism is a corrosive, demonic, savage acid. And the fact that it can endure in 2023 in the modern world is a horror. Everybody here, everybody here on this hill, my very last word, and that's the greatest thing I can give you, my very last word is very simple. If there are people who intimidate you when you think to speak good words of Israel, you spit back at them. If you, if you see people harassing bookstore owners because they sell books and happen to be Jewish, you despise them. The good in this world is secured. Israel is not a canary in a mine. It's an eagle flying on the most tumultuous winds. Israel is the one guarantor of a genuine democracy. It knows the cost of that democracy. Listen, you've come from afar, you are cheated by buses. The people who should support you are not here. The leaders of the parties should be here at this particular thing. And I, it is my greatest pleasure to say this. Scheinman Fogel said, we need to have a little bit of day class in this rally. So we're going to find the worst Newfoundlander we have, and we're going to let him have the microphone. Stand firm for Israel. Always. Well, obviously, Rex was the highlight of the rally for the Jewish people. Rex has always been a philo semite. Uh, tomorrow, we'll have speeches by Anthony Housefather, the liberal cabinet minister, by Melissa Lansman, the conservative MP and deputy leader of the party. We'll also have the parents of a child who was murdered in Israel by Hamas terrorists on October 7th. We'll have some non-Jewish righteous Gentiles who are allies of the Jewish people. And of course, we'll have these streeters, uh, which I think are really, uh, put your finger on the pulse of what the pro-Israel community is thinking. That's all coming tomorrow. But for the rest of today, let me leave you with the best of Rebel News' coverage of the street protests and rallies for and against these last, so oh, I guess two months now. I'm gonna say goodbye now. I'll see you again tomorrow with the heart of our coverage of today's rally. But for now, enjoy the best of Rebel News covering the rallies in Canada. Alexa for Ruben News and I'm in Montreal. We are the 16th of November and behind me as you can see there is an event for 
bring the hostage home made by the Jewish community. So I don't know if you were aware, but last week the Jewish community was victim of multiple anti-Semitic attack against not only a yeshiva that was shot by bullet in the front door, not once, but twice for one of the establishment. They had like a Molotov cocktail thrown in the front door of a synagogue. And I want you to show some image of their last event that they planned here in Concordia to show their respect to Israel and to ask to bring the hostages home. Look at some crazy image of the interaction between them and some anti-Israel people. So following those events that you just saw, some example, there is a massive police presence to make sure that this event is fully secure. We will talk with some people, so let's check what they have to say to me today. Never imagined that coming to Concordia would expose me to the worst anti-Semitism I have ever experienced in my lifetime. I could, never, I could never have imagined that a group of people would hate me so much without even knowing me, just because I'm a Jew. My name is Michael Itzhaek, I'm a student at Concordia, and I'm saying no to anti-Semitism and any type of hate on campuses. Uh, it's important for me to be here today to stand against anti-Semitism and to stand up for the Jewish people being held hostage in Gaza right now. But it's really important for me to be here to support the students on campus, the Jewish students, who are feeling intimidated, who don't feel comfortable among their student friends and their professors, who are being very anti-Semitic. Personne n'est insensible. Les Français vraiment ont été choqués depuis l'attaque du Hamas du 7 octobre. Les Français en France, mais aussi à l'étranger. Et face à ça, on réagit tous parce qu'on ne peut pas ne rien faire. En France, vous l'avez vu, il y a eu des manifestations. Le 12 novembre, il y a eu 180 000 Français qui ont défilé dans les rues. Et à l'étranger, les Français se sont réunis à Bruxelles, à New York. Et ici, je suis présent pour exprimer un message de soutien, notamment contre l'antisémitisme. We have a state of Israel and we want to protect the Jewish people and make sure that we commit to keeping our home, which is Israel, and that people should understand that we need a place to exist. But how can we live in peace when we realize that to stand here, we need to be surrounded by so much police? How can we, when we can't even use a table at our university and not get attacked in 15 minutes? And the problem is that no one can promise us that it will never happen again. And I was here last week on Wednesday when the fights broke out, and the, uh, there's videos, and we're just we're doing our we're doing our rituals, and everybody's yelling and screaming in the background, and we don't care. It doesn't bother us. We're here to have be proud of Jewish identity, as you can see. Last week it was a lot harder than this week. This week we have security, we have police. Last week was a little bit wild, but we were there the same way, same idea. Bring them back home, the 240 children, elderly, mothers, fathers and grandparents. Bring them back home now 
and Am Israel Chai. These are nations with common aspirations who must unite with each other to free themselves from the grip of the oppressive regime of the Islamic Republic. Bring them home! Bring them home! Bring them home! This is Daphna. Now, she was an organizer of this event, very involved in the efforts to bring the hostages home. You can find them online by searching Bring Them Home. Why was it important to organize this rally? Because I think there's so many things going on that the, I don't want the hostages to be forgotten. And people forget that they're human, you know, about humanity. And, and so many things are mixed up with politics and the war and everything. And those are people who were actually abducted at 6.30 in the morning, still in their pajamas, just people bursting in and, 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 and being very, very brutal. And it, I, I don't want this to be lost because it's been three, 23 days and nothing is done about, we don't know where they are. We don't know if the kids are fed. We don't know if the elderly have medication. We have no idea what's going on with them. And it could happen in any Western country because that's what happened. It's not a, it wasn't a war zone. It wasn't soldiers against soldiers. It was, it was families and it could have, could have been my family. And we, everyone in the Jewish community of Israeli has some connection to someone there. We, we heard a few people today and, and I know a few of them. So it's, it all integrates and it's, it's more, it's, we want to bring, I wanted to bring up the humanity, the crisis of, of the humane side of it and not talk politics, not talk religion, just human to human. And, and I think that's the best way for people to reach out and not to forget them because it's, the number is 239. Amongst them, there are 30 kids. It's, I can't imagine. I, I cannot, it's just beyond my, it's, it's shocking. It still is shocking after three weeks. All right, so here are some from the Vancouver Iranian Monarch Kids community. Why is it important for you guys to be a part of this today? Well, it's our natural duty because we share a really rich history with the Jewish people that spans over two and a half millennia, two, 2,500 years essentially. And because of that, and, we're, and it's not only just the Jewish people that are going through all sorts of oppression right now, we are going through a lot of oppression back at home in Iran. Uh, you know, with the killing of Mahsa, with, you know, the killing of all these impressionable Iranian youth that had a future that was taken away from them, from the murderous, bloodthirsty Islamic Republic. And we feel uh, what the Jewish people are feeling today. What do you make of, you know, today there were signs of the hostages, but we're also seeing online people actually tearing down those same images. What do you make of that? It's blatant anti-Semitism. It's just it's just disgusting. I can't, there's no other way you can put it. Are you happy with Canada's response to what's happening right now with Israel and Hamas? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Absolutely. No. Primarily, we want to free the hostages. We're, you know, this is a march about uh, the sovereignty of Israel and, you know, basic humanity, which is why we're marching with um, the Vancouver Iranian community who are struggling with the same thing under the current uh, oppressive regime. So. Yeah, this is, a, this is an important march for all of us. This is, as you can see, a very peaceful rally. There is no hatred being espoused to anyone here. And we are, as always, we have to be on watch for the pro-Hamas demonstrators to crash the rally. That always lingers in the background. In the meantime, let's go out uh, into this gathering and find out what is drawing people to this event. To steal a baby from their crib after murdering their parents, let alone to kidnap 239 people 
is a crime against humanity. Why do you think we have seen so much anti-Semitism on the streets of Canada and for that matter the world? Yeah, probably if you uh, let these speeches, hate speeches, and promote these hate speeches over the uh, country, you probably will see the anti-Semitism. People who are pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine, they like to be the victims. And now, Israeli side, all of a sudden, is a victim, and it's a fact. We have to pick if we are on the side of terror or if we are on the side of humanity. When innocent people were killed, we have to support Israel in, the, in its fight for humanity, for people, for life. It doesn't take much to realize who the bad guys are. The bad guys are the baby kidnappers. The vibe at a pro-Israeli rally like you see today, it generally has a more it's more joyous, more celebratory. You know, there's Canadian flags up, there's Israeli flags up. And the sense that I get generally when I see pro-Hamas, a lot of times pro-Palestinian rallies, it's, I don't know, it's a much more menacing, it's a much more aggressive. There's, there's, it almost has a mob feel to it. We were actually just in Poland a couple months ago and oh, we, yes. we, did, we did the Holocaust trip together. And uh, to see it happening again in modern day, like we haven't learned from our history, is, is, is shocking. You can be pro-Palestinian and not be anti-Israel, or you can be pro-Palestinian and still respect civilians. I condemn, you know, the, the killing of civilians on all sides. Uh, I don't support it, I don't celebrate it. My grandfather was a Holocaust survivor. His whole family was slaughtered. My grandmother is his second wife because his whole family was dead. For me, to live, I came here from Israel because we wanted more peace, more peace than we had there. And to see that, and to see my children, to be witnessing this right now, right here, it's horrible. People get caught up in, a, in an emotional swirl. Um, and sometimes that shuts down logical, rational thought, right? That part of the brain is just switched off. I'm here with Ido. He lives in Israel. He's visiting Toronto right now. And tell me, Ido, what do you make of the response we've seen in so many Western cities around the world in which so many people are spouting such anti-Jew hatred? It's awful to see that, but uh, I can tell you it doesn't matter. They can come millions, billions. It doesn't matter. Am Israel Chai is here and they won't move from here. We're here to stay and we're not going anywhere. Je préfère pas me prononcer sur le sujet. C'est un sujet que je préfère éviter en ce moment. What is your opinion on the significant presence of anti-Israel sympathizers dominating the street every weekend? Do you believe that the police and the government should be should take extra measure? I truly believe that uh, in today's society and today's new revelation, we need to be united, love each one. To some people, it makes sense that. Some people will fight back. Uh, Hamas uh, is more than in fighting back. It's a terrorist organization. But the word terrorism has been manipulated a lot over the last 20 years. So there's no excuse for uh, the attack of October 7th. And there's no excuse for uh, trying to wipe out uh, everyone that lives in Gaza. Mm -hmm. So. The protests are kept as kind of expression for solidarity with all the civilian casualties that are going on in, in Gaza. Not so much as an anti-Jewish thing or maybe a 
pro something over Jewish, but more that it's a pro human survival, pro human life. And I'm fine with it if it's kept with that tone. Mm -hmm. I think the government should definitely be like, you know, making sure that hate speech and vandalism doesn't occur. But I think the freedom of speech is still a part of our um, constitution. So people should have the right to protest, talk about whatever issues that they feel about. So the moment the government starts restricting protests, I don't think that would be a good day for Canadians. Mm. But it seems like most of the people have feel like they have to take a side mm-hmm. when I don't understand that because um, it's a problem for all of us and we need to together figure out a solution. Honnêtement, j'essaie de pas avoir vraiment d'opinion genre sur c'est qui les méchants, c'est qui les bons. Mm-hmm. C'est sûr quand on voit beaucoup d'affaires contre Israël, ça porte plus à à penser que ce serait eux les méchants, mais I don't support um, uh, all those kind of things uh, in in the matter of the I mean the government needs to do what they need to do uh, in the matter of protest and vandalism. I think is it they they shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, also I think that Probably, if they don't do it, they won't be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you support um, what the activists for anti-Israel are doing? Uh, blocking critical infrastructure, uh, disturbing event, closing some event, event? Uh, I think it again depends. I don't think necessarily a blanket response towards anything linked with Israel by kind of shutting down or taking action like that is necessarily the most effective. But I do think that in the case that one's directly concerned about maybe what the Israeli government, it's, I would kind of mirror the same statement if one was concerned about the actions of Hamas, then one protested directly towards something by blocking access or something towards something that was directly linked to that. I think that could be seen as a reasonable step. Mm-hmm. I don't support either side. No, I'm not d'accord with that. I think there are other ways to make the protest. There are places where it's more I don't think I have... I can say that they're doing something wrong because it means something to them and just because I'm not affected by it, I can't say that um, what they're doing is wrong. Well, they're on the right to protest, but uh, maybe they shouldn't do like uh, riots or destroy the, like private property mm-hmm. because the, let's say that if they destroy uh, some kind of business, the business owners it doesn't have to do anything with it. Well over 2,000 people, including some proudly waving Iranian flags, gathered at Vancouver's Jackpool Plaza for a Stand With Us community and solidarity gathering for Israel. The rally, which was organized by Vancouver's Jewish Federation, Canadian Jewish Advocacy and the Rabbinical Association of Vancouver also attracted politicians like Vancouver's mayor, Ken Sim, as well as leader of the official opposition party, BC United's Kevin Falcon. They all condemned the Hamas terror attack on Israel. What happened this weekend in Israel was absolutely horrific. Make no mistake about it. The stuff that happened, the terror that happened, they weren't about Palestinian rights or human rights. They were incredibly horrendous acts of evil and brutality. And there is absolutely no justification for the abduction, for the rape, and for the murder of innocent civilians. Make no mistake about it, Hamas is a terrorist organization, full stop.
Now's the time that we must all stand together, united, in supporting the victims and their families and their friends. And it's just so heartbreaking to hear about Anne Mizrahi. It's important for us to support our brothers and sisters back in Israel because what happened there is just unbelievable. It's a terrorist group that breached our borders and slaughters our brothers, our sisters, our families. And, and so we must be here and everywhere around the world to show the support. It's not about politics, it's not about religion, it's just about humanity. And to be here and to show that, I think it's, it's my duty as a person not only as a Jewish person. About the Cyrus Accords, the, somehow when the Cyrus was supporting Jewish people, we are from the same roots and we are Iranian, so we are doing the same. Also, uh, Israel from long time ago, it was Iran's best friend and good ally. So uh, I'm as a uh, actual patriot from Iran. So I believe to this friendship and I want it back. So we are here, when you guys have a pain, we have a pain too. Clearly, after all the atrocities that happened in Israel, things that we've never seen in the history of our country ever, um, probably ever since the Holocaust, with, I don't know how much I can elaborate, but with massacre of innocent people, rape of women, killing of children, killing of entire families, we just had to be here. We had to show solidarity. We had to come as people. Well, I'm a, not only a Canadian, but I'm also an Israeli citizen. I spent my first 10 years in Israel. I have a family member, a cousin and her husband who were killed in Israel. I'm so sorry. Um, they know that their three youngest children have survived, but their oldest is also confirmed dead. And when I really think about it, it's important that we all come together, stand up for Israel, speak for peace. Also let Israel know that they're not alone, that Canada stands with them, solid as a rock, as I would say, solid as the rocks that Jerusalem and Israel sits on. Um, also to speak up for truth and that people let people know that Israel has the right to defend itself we don't as Israelis we don't want to have war we don't want to kill people we don't you know it doesn't give us any pleasure to have to go and have a war where we're killing other people you know all we want to do is live in peace and even from 1948 the war of independence our hand was always held out for peace and thankfully you know, the Egyptian king, King Hussein, came to a census, he had peace. Anwar Sadat also made peace with Israel. I think it's also because they were tired of seeing their own people come back in body bags, uh, children who have no fathers, sometimes even mothers getting killed, women being widows, um, people losing their sons. You know, it doesn't, you know, I feel just as bad when you have enemy combatants who are killed as get, you know, with Israeli soldiers. But when you look at the terrorists who committed these atrocities, as angry as I am what they've done, I have no hatred toward their children, no hatred toward them. I just want to have see people become be held accountable for the crimes they've committed, and I want people to live in peace. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Toronto. Well, folks, I'm standing outside Mel Lastman Square. That's where an event is taking place. Canada stands with Israel. And as you can see, there are thousands of people gathered. They're now marching north on Young Street. And you know, I couldn't help but notice some of the speakers uh, tonight. There was uh, Fraulein Freeland. Uh, she was here. Uh, I hope she didn't bring along a Waffen SS Nazi. Uh, also, Yara Sachs, uh, you know, the one who says that honking your horn twice is an acronym for Heil Hitler. 
Gee, I, I hope she wasn't down at Nathan Phillips Square earlier today. I was there. A lot of Palestinian supporters honking their horn twice. Do you think that meant uh, Heil Hitler? Gee, I don't know. And then, of course, there was Olivia Chow, mayor of Toronto. She says she stands unequivocally with Israel. But that's tonight. Let's see what she says uh, in the days and weeks ahead. In any event, um, let's see uh, what some of the people gathered here have to say about this event. And uh, most importantly, what Israel has to do in the aftermath of that horrific terrorist attack last Saturday. What brought you and your, your lovely family out to this uh, uh, event tonight? We really feel that we have to do everything we can do to be with Israel. Our heart is in Israel. We are Israel citizens. We came just for two years to live in Toronto. Oh, yes. And all my family is in the army now. and. We all our thoughts is only there and we feel everybody the whole world should know that everybody is should be with israel the fact that we all need to come together you know the unity of the jews all in one is super important especially during this time you know we've, i have a lot of family and friends currently deployed uh fearing for their lives you know so just there's nothing louder one voice alone is one thing but multiple voices together makes a louder roar so it's important to all be together at this time for sure jewish people around the world are shocked and horrified by what i saw on the camera history teaches us over and over again the unity amongst the jewish people is what will keep us strong and what will help am israel and that's what brought me out here today because when we're united in prayer and we show solidarity obviously nothing can can conquer us in that route and the jewish people in israel need to know that the diaspora jews are with them they're in our thoughts and our prayers and then we wanted them to know that and see that in not only in thought but in action guys i couldn't help but notice your flag yeah, it's no, the sure. you must be persian i take it yes sir and um what makes you come out to this demonstration i guess you must have some insight in terms of it is Iran that is funding Hamas. Iran is the... Uh, I just want to correct you. It's Islamic regime in Iran, not the Iranians. Uh, to give you some context, throughout through history from 2,500 years ago to today, from Cyrus the Great onwards, throughout history, Iranians have always been supporters of Jews across the world. Uh, what we have right now in the last 40 and some years that happened after the Iranian revolution with the Islamic regime coming to Iran, they're funding the Hamas, the funding Hezbollah of Lebanon. That doesn't mean that Iranians are against Israel or against Jews. Uh, we are here today to just show our support as Iranians to the Jewish community, to the, to the, to the Israelis across the world, uh, and to just tell them that, know that Iranians love you. We care about you. It's unfortunate a government who's funding the terrorism that's happening across the world. This is anti-Semitism at, at its finest, people. This is all that it's about. They hate the Jews, and there's no other reason for this. Okay, do we understand that? They hate the Jews. They've made it clear they don't want us there. Okay, and this is not justifiable resistance. We don't celebrate when Palestinians die. We don't celebrate when innocent women and kids are dying. Okay, this is war. This is no reason to celebrate right now. This is not justifiable re resistance. Okay, this is no way in shape or form justifiable resistance. You don't take women and kids that are innocent civilians and rape them on the street. Well, I think it's disgusting that uh, that they would even have the audacity to show their face after what Hamas and the rest of those people did. I mean, it's just, just makes me sick what it is. Robert Krejcik here in Ottawa, Ontario, reporting for Rebel News. Here on Parliament Hill, 
at the We Stand With Israel Peace Rally. We got to speak with a bunch of demonstrators, rally goers, ask them why they're here, what's on their minds, their rationale for participating here. And before we show you that, we want you folks to go to CanadaStandsWithIsrael.com. Check out our petition and sign it if you wish to do so. It's a statement of support that we will then provide to the Israeli embassy in Canada here in Ottawa. The Saturday before last, Hamas terrorists entered Israel, broke through the security barrier and fence, and murdered something like 700 to 1,000 people. Those numbers are still being determined. And since then, there's been an onset of retaliation from the IDF into Gaza. And as these events unfold, we're going to see a lot more demonstrations across large cities in Canada and the broader West. For example, earlier today, just hours ago, there was a demonstration right here on Parliament Hill with a march as well that we can call, for lack of a better term, a pro-Palestine rally. Sort of a tale of two cities, as it were, here in Ottawa, Ontario. Why don't you tell us why you're here today? What's the purpose of this demonstration and your motivation for participating? Well, you know, in uh, difficult times like these, it's important that uh, we come together as a people to uh, strengthen each other. Uh, when one part of the body is hurting, we need to strengthen our immune system. And so we come here, we unite, and we know that uh, we will come out strong. It's, uh, we're going through a difficult time and challenging times. But it's important for us to come together to combat this hate uh, and uh, to combat it with love and light and goodness. And that's why we come together. And what I see in the uh, Facebook and all other uh, these type of um, platforms, I don't like that some people in this world are supporting Hamas and supporting this barbaric attack. This cannot be done anywhere in the planet. And this has to be the our Israel's acts now to defend itself and to bring peace to this area eventually is something that the whole world eventually will enjoy. I want to show that there are people in outside of Israel in Canada who do support um, who do support the fight against terrorism within um, within Israel um, and I just want to you know I, I want to help people feel like they're not alone in this. The Hamas seems to stand for the destruction of the Jewish state. It seems to stand for um, the murder of Jewish people. And to me, those two are uh, like... Non-negotiable. Yeah, that's one and the same. If you stand by Hamas, then you stand by the Holocaust. You stand by the murder of the Jewish people. <laughs>